Oh, where's my dad? Oh, babe! Oh, God, in bed. Una guest out. Big kill she motherfucking boss. Bring me one cool stout. Why these babes no send me? I bastard country. If you don't want this problem between you and me to escalate, better bring out my mind. So hello everyone, greetings to you from wherever you're listening. I am Dennis and you are welcome to the Booze with the Bruce podcast. So uh, this is going to be my entry for the Niger Pod Hub, my thoughts in the monologue challenge. And uh, my entry is going to be titled Niger for the Youths. So please just sit back, get comfortable while I rant into your ears for the next 15 minutes. No more, no less. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. You see, I think one thing I've realized or one thing I've come to notice is like the feeling of frustration among the youths. It's common everywhere you go, from whether online or offline. Online, you see it in Twitter spaces, in discussion, social media, wherever you are. Everybody's just out there trying to like just power their frustrations. It's either they're trying to get you back if you if you lose God or if you talk anyhow or more you will receive anyhow. I think everybody's just in the spirit of basbos, basbos. Everybody's just trying to like just drop their frustration on whoever they can or whoever has the misfortune of uh, of being the victim in that situation. So it's what I've come to realize. Even in person, even in real life too, you see the way people go about their lives, the looks on their faces, mostly probably the youths. And I really can't blame them because you can see how Nigeria is. I think the first one that comes to mind is in 2020, during the NSAS protests, where the youths of Nigeria came out to demand good governance and also to end police brutality. Things culminated in the unfortunate incidents at the Lekito gates where um, protesters were fired upon on 20th of October 2020. I think then a lot of youths just came to the realization that Nigeria honestly does not have the best interests, their best interests at heart, and they feel very unsafe in Nigeria. Talking about being even being unsafe, you can see the rising insecurity in Nigeria. There's, I don't think there's any state in Nigeria where it's safe to go to or safe to live in. Kidnapping, which used to be a thing common in the south, is now everywhere in Nigeria. It's like glow everywhere you go. It's quite unfortunate. I think every day people are being kidnapped. Kidnappers are using Nigerians to cash out on a daily, steadily. It's really, really very unfortunate. And then, you know, look at our economic woes that we're suffering in Nigeria, like the Naira is in free fall. Just a couple of weeks back, there was the news update where the Naira hits a a low of 720 Naira to $1, which has never happened in the history of our country. So it's all of this that just culminate into like people just, or the youth rather, just having this, what's the word, negative view about Nigeria, or pessimistic view rather about Nigeria. And I really do not blame them. I am no stranger to frustration. I think I 
was a former member of the Frustrated Youth Association of Nigeria. <laughs> if that's actually an association, I've collected the trademark. But anyways, like I was, I suffered, I, I had my own bout with frustration. I think most especially back in 2019, I finished from school. And, you know, when you finish from school, you just have this like, oh, wow, thank God I'm done with school. The world is my oyster. What's next for me? Now we move on to like our plans for the future. And the thing was, it was I finished towards the ending of 2019. 2020 came up and I was excited like okay new year new decade let's what let's what's in store I was hoping to get a job then unfortunately the coronavirus uh, outbreak began and we're on lockdown and just like everybody else lockdown was was I don't know was like a mini hell for me I had plans of what I wanted to do in my life and lockdown was preventing me from carrying out those plans and it just left me incredibly frustrated. I was living my life like almost like an NPC, a non-playable character. I would wake up in the morning, I would uh, have breakfast, I'll go do chores, I'll come back, do the same thing over and over and over again. And it just kept building up. It was like I was losing a grip of my life, I was losing a grip on reality also. Fast forward to 2021, I think, I just had these thoughts in my head that I needed to put out. So I decided to start this podcast. So, I mean, you guys can be thankful to uh, the frustration of that year for the Booze with the Bruce podcast, because that's the origin story of the Booze with the Bruce podcast. So I think the creation of this podcast just gave me like an anchor to my life, gave me an anchor I mean, it gave me an anchor to reality, rather. It, it gave me a sense of purpose, something to look forward to, something to put my effort into. While I was on the hunt for a job, it could also, this was something else that could also keep me sane. My friends helped a lot, but this podcast also was one of the things that actually put me, brought me back to reality, or helped me, rather. Now, I wouldn't say I have solved 100% of all my problems and all, but I can say I am one hundred I am hundred percent in a better place as I am now than I was back in 2020-21. But that's just by the way. So I can understand when a lot of youths are out there being frustrated about Nigeria and about life in general. And now you could just say, Oh, well, come Deniso. Has Nigeria always been this bad? And the answer to this is no, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. I think I, my own personal belief and opinion, I think Nigeria, Nigeria's heyday, now Nigeria was excellent in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and I think it peaked in the 70s and, ever, and started going downhill from the 80s downwards. You see it in, your, in, in documentaries, in movies, in books and the rest. How they talk about Nigeria, how things were, even... F- even uh, first-hand accounts from your parents and grandparents, and my parents and grandparents also, they testified to it. You were being paid to go to school. When you go to school, you receive stipends. When you're done with school, you are guaranteed a well-paying job, or at least a decent job for that matter. Um, things were cheap. 
quite affordable. Also, the Naira, like um, dollar to Naira rate was fantastic. Visa, like you didn't have to queue for visas. Some countries even allowed Nigerians in visa-free. Compared to what we have right now, I think it just it's just testament to the fact that we've had like neglectful leadership in Nigeria, which is our problems. Leaders who have not risen up to their responsibility to lead and give good governance. And it's quite ironic because the same leaders who are leading us were those who enjoyed the benefits of of a working Nigeria of yesteryears and all. So the answer to that, no, Nigeria has never been this bad or has not always been this bad. Now, I'm not against you jackpine or anything to chase your dreams and all. In fact, I did a podcast episode on jackpine with my with a couple of my friends, from one from the UK, one from the US. If you want to go out there to achieve some dreams and then come back to Nigeria to give back, that's okay. But what I'm against is you going out there to say, okay, Nigeria doesn't have anything for me, like to hell with Nigeria. Abroad is my new home now. Abroad fit me die, as we all like to say. Now, I think I saw this interesting stat which said that by 2050, Africa's population or yeah, Africa's population as a whole will be the highest in the world. And as Nigeria, Nigeria will be the is it third highest population in the world or is it the second highest population? And majority of that population are going to be the used youths, which means we have to start laying the foundation now for the youths that are going to come in, because we have to give the youths hope of a better Nigeria, of a better future. We have to start planting these seeds now, for which our children and our grandchildren. We are going to start benefiting the fruit from now you can also ask me so how is the how are we going to do that now i don't i don't have all the answers but this is just my opinion i am no ge- um, geopolitical slash or economic es- expert but i have just a couple of things based from my own little experience and exposure and the first thing is we can do as user one we have to do our best to excel in whatever field that we are doing in our field of choice and our field of our hobbies or we have to like harness our gifts and excel in them i honestly do not think there is nobody there's anybody out there who does not have anything to give or who is not being blessed by particular gifts one way or the other it may not be anything like it may not be in the sciences like engineering mathematics or whatever it could be something like acting music something unconventional something um content creation also that has exploded over the past 10 years 10 years ago there was no such thing as you like as being like a professional youtuber but people proudly answer that name now they pay their bills solely from youtube income so con even podcasting also harness your gifts use it to help those around you use it by you harnessing your gifts, it's also inspiring other people to be able to take advantage or make use of the gifts they were given. It's it's a shame when I see everybody rushing into IT nowadays. It's IT because IT is a raining, raining thing. Everybody wants to go into IT because that's where the money is. And also that's sort of where the future is. But my brother or my sister, if you have no interest in doing IT, if that's not where you find fulfillment in you know, what 
there's there is no need for you to waste your parents' money or waste your money going to learn Java or C plus plus or whatever programming language. Or more you do yourself if you're going to do that. You have to focus on where your interests lie or where you f- where your passion is and excel in it. Work on your skills. Make them fruitful. Secondly, involve yourself in your community. As small as it is, something as small as you joining volunteering work, like at NGOs, church, some churches have like wonderful volunteer activities. Go over there, immerse yourself, meet people, talk about their experiences, share their experiences with, share your experiences or share other people's experiences, know where they're coming from, meet other people, exchange ideas, give to people. That's what involve yourself in community is all about. Because you can never make a change except you cannot hope to make a change in the larger society if you don't start small from where you are, the community. Another aspect of making a change in your community is to involve yourself politically. Which leads on to my third point. We, the youth, have to push ourselves politically. We have to be more politically inclined. I think last election it was quite disheartening seeing a number of youths who said like, well, I don't care about Nigeria, it doesn't matter what I do, my candidate will never win. No, I'm sorry, but if you can complain, there's no, if you can complain about something, then it, you owe yourself to make a change about it. You can't just complain, complain, complain at the same time, leave things to just be the way they are. You owe it to yourself to make the change that you want to see. Involve yourself politically. You can join a political party, most especially these upcoming elections. I think it's wise for all of us to take special interest in this upcoming election because we have to align ourselves with people who share our common goals and our common goals and our, pos- our common goals rather. Who share our common goals? Our current political states. Uh, we have candidates who have come here and. Uh, we need to judge them based on what they have to offer, what they have to offer the youths. Erufai once said in an interview, and depending respective of how you feel about him, but this particular interview, he said, power is not given, but power has to be taken up. Power has to be taken. Power has to be worked for. Power has to be earned. If we sit down idly, and he was referring, like he was making reference to the youth situation and all, we have to put ourselves out there, involve ourselves politically for those that are older to take notice of us because eventually they will not be there forever. They will eventually die or retire. It is now up to the next group of people who are going to replace them. And who are the next group of people? Are they people who are there for the benefit of themselves? Are there people? Who are, are these people who are just there because they want to just benefit from the system or who are there because they feel it's their turn or because they deserve, they deserve their poli- that particular political position. It must be people who have love for Nigeria and understand what it means to be a leader in Nigeria, who are ready to live up to the responsibility of being citizens, of being leaders in Nigeria. So, which is why I ask us to take interest in the upcoming elections because whoever we vote for must have our interests in mind, have most, must have the interests of the youth in mind and must kindle hope in Nigeria. Nigeria has a lot of potential. I think Nigeria has the, youngest, has the biggest and the youngest population. So which means the future is going to be youths. 
if you don't take care of these youths who these current youths you are seeing here are going to be the elderly guys or the middle-aged people in the next 10 20 years so it is of paramount importance for the youths to take charge of their collective destiny now um i i don't want to keep ranting or talking too much but i'll just round up this monologue with this quote from dr seuss and uh it goes like this it says unless someone like you cares a whole lot nothing is going to change it's just not so anyways um thank you guys for allowing me to rant at you and a uh, special shout out to ninja pod hub for organizing this competition it was great to participate in it good luck to whoever is participating in it and uh Thank you also. Make sure you check out Booze the Bros and I'll definitely see you guys on the next one. Cheers.